The following podcast is going to contain spoilers along with me, just a regular guy, talking about all the things I love, such as comics, movies, television, music, and books. So yeah, proceed at your own risk. Welcome to another episode of Just Another Fanboy. I'm your host, Steven. This is episode 49, and it's Friday. And today, for your Friday episode, for your special end of the week, last week that you're going to get five episodes in a week episode, I'm coming at you from the couch. This is the couch episode. Sitting on the couch, chilling today, not in my car, eating any hay. I don't know why I would be eating hay. It rhymed with today. I could have said whey, curds and whey, eating some curds and whey like that crazy little Miss Muffet sitting around on her tuffet. I have nothing planned for today. This is going to be another one of those hey, hey, what's going to happen when he starts talking episodes. That was the uh, PS4. I don't know if you picked that up. Probably not. My little my PS4 just went ba-ding because my uh, remote control is disconnected because it lost its charge. I don't know if anybody else owns a PS4 with the wireless remotes, but they last they last about a day, right? They last about a day. The weird thing with them is they seem to be working. They seem to be using power when you're not using them, and that seems a little silly. I'll just be sitting here watching something on the PS4, you know, through Netflix or through Hulu. Currently, I'm watching the newest episode of Stumptown, and I just decided, even though there's 10 minutes left, hey, you know what? Let's just press pause and let's just do an episode real quick. Let's do that. But I'll notice as I'm watching stuff that the PS4 controller will just sit here and light up and it'll pulse. And no wonder it runs out of power by the end of the day. There, is there any reason for it to be doing that, to just be pulsing with light and freaking me out a little because I think that gremlins have gotten into my controller? Maybe it's just me. Maybe there's a. Maybe if I went to Facebook, I'd find a whole group of people, you know, a Facebook group, PS4 wireless remote gremlin people. Do you fear the PS4 wireless remote gremlin Join our Facebook group and we will drink hot chocolate and hold hands and do trust falls. Except we won't do any of those things because it's a Facebook group and it's all through your keyboard and your screen. I'm actually not on Facebook. I tried Facebook for a few months and found that I just could not stop using it. And so I stopped using it. And based on what I've been hearing about Facebook over the last few months... I'm pretty glad. I'm pretty glad. So that's why you can't find my Facebook page. If you're out there searching for the Just Another Fanboy fan page, you're not going to find it. It doesn't exist on Facebook. There is, of course, justanotherfanboy.com. That's a thing. So yeah, so next week, you're just getting Just Another Fanboy three times a week, starting next week. And then in 2020... Something else may happen. I haven't quite decided yet. That's a little tease. If you follow me on Twitter, I think I said this yesterday. 
I can't remember, folks. I can't remember the things I say. The things I say every day when I'm eating hay and not curds and whey. Like little Miss Muffet singing on her tuffet, listening to Jimmy Buffett. Why wasn't little Miss Muffet sitting on a tuffet listening to Jimmy Buffett and then reading a book by Warren Buffett? That should that should be a thing. Someone should rewrite that. Maybe I'll maybe I'll take a look at that. I, that would be a, a fun idea for a book, a modern update on nursery rhymes. Maybe I should look into that. Hmm. Little light bulb clink. I probably won't do that, but it might be fun. I'll have to I'll have to think about that for maybe thirty seconds, maybe thirty six seconds, maybe. So as I said, it is Friday. That means next week, folks, next week, Disney Plus on Tuesday. And here's what this fanboy has planned to do. I have taken the day off of work on Tuesday just so I can watch The Mandalorian as soon as humanly possible without losing any sleep, that is. I mean, I'm assuming that maybe sometime after midnight, the, the the freaking channel will come up and I can download it and start watching stuff. I don't know. But I took the day off Tuesday. And so my plan, here's my plan. And I love saying the word plan because anytime I plan for something, a bus plows into me. The bus that, you know, picture a bus, picture a city bus plowing into me. You've all seen those scenes on TV that are used to comedic effect. Ha ha, they got hit by a bus. Ha ha, you know, and they walk out in the street and meow, and they get hit by the bus. Imagine that, but then imagine you're seeing the front of the bus and up top where it gives you the name of the street or whatever. I don't understand what those things are for, but it tells you, the, I guess, the, the where this bus is going. Well, instead of the name of a street, it just says life because that's, Life is what happens when you're making other plans. Life is the bus that runs you down in the street when you're planning to do something that day. That's what life is. So the plan is stay home on Tuesday, watch The Mandalorian. Immediately after I watch it, maybe even during, maybe I'll pause every now and then and talk during. Anyway, I'm going to record I'm going to try to record Wednesday's episode on Tuesday, and it will be about The Mandalorian. That will be timely, right? Timeliness is next to cleanliness, which is just down the street from godliness. And the neighbor is friendliness. So as I said, I have paused. I'm in the middle of watching Stumptown, which I'm really enjoying. I did an episode on it a while back. But I'm really enjoying the show Stumptown. It's a fun show. But I paused because I watch it on Hulu. And I don't, I don't spend the fat daddy grip to get Hulu without commercials. I watch the commercials because I love to suffer. I love, there's nothing I love more than life than watching the same commercial over and over and over again when you binge something on Hulu. It's the same five or six commercials over and over and over. And it's always the commercials that are incredibly stupid. The only commercial that ended up, I had there, okay, so there was a commercial that they would play all the time. I don't see it anymore and it makes me sad because it was one of those commercials that I just hated at first and then it grew on me and then I grew to look forward to it every time and I would sing along 
And I don't even remember what the product was for, which is the thing. But it was the boy band who's playing live and they don't move. A boy band that doesn't dance? You know, that was like the premise. That's like something or other. And now I can't even, I don't even know if I can remember the song. It was like, uh, summertime love, you're my summertime love. Give me one chance, I'll treat you like a princess. I just, that song just bored into my heart and it became a part of me for a good three weeks. And every time it would come on, I'd go, yeah, summertime love. And I would sing along with it. And I almost got to the point where I could sing the entire song. Granted, it's only about a 15-second song. But still, it took me a while to get those lyrics in my head. And then I could sing along with it. And my kids would roll their eyes. And they would get really annoyed. Oh, God, Dad, not again. Why do you like this song, Dad? You're a nerd. And then I would hold my fist up and I would stick my pinky and my pointer finger up and say, two horns up to rock and roll. That always confuses them. They don't, they don't understand what two horns up for rock and roll has to do with a boy band who doesn't dance singing a song about summertime love, my summertime lover. And uh, give me one chance, I'll treat you like a princess. Bring you in my heart something like that, and show you all my, tell you all my secrets. Summertime lover. So anyway, the whole reason I brought that up is because I'm sitting here on the couch with the TV is on. I have it paused as a commercial has started, and it's a commercial for Cascade Platinum. And I'm just seeing the inside of a dishwasher. Now, I have to ask, does anybody use those pods, whether it's for their dishwasher or their washing machine, you know what I'm talking about? The pods that have the detergent and everything encased in plastic. And you just you just throw that in there. And then apparently at some point during the wash cycle, that plastic just dissolves. That concerns me a bit. I mean, I assume it works. I haven't heard any reports of, you know, people having to replace their washing machine or their dishwasher because the drainage hose is all clogged up with these plastic pods that didn't fully dissolve. But it still just feels weird to me to introduce something, this foreign substance, which is a, a plastic, which is a petroleum-based substance that's being introduced into a wash cycle for something that you're going to wear or something you're going to eat off of. And sure, what you're wearing is probably petroleum-based. What you're eating off of is probably petroleum-based. What you're washing these things with is probably petroleum-based for all I know. I mean, frankly, everything can give you cancer, right? So why worry? I just find it weird. I just There's just something about it I find weird. It's just too, I'm, I'm just too old school. I, I, don't hold, I hold no truck to putting my detergent in a little plastic pouch and then throw it out into the laundry. First of all, they're more expensive, right? What's the, why, is it so, is it really that convenient to just pull out a pod and throw it in there other than twist a cap and pour some detergent? Is it, what's, I, I don't know, what's the, uh, what's the gain by spending that extra money? Does it really clean better than the alternative, than what came before? I mean, is this supposed to be considered a technological advance in washing these pods? Because frankly, all I know about these pods is that stupid kids eat them because I don't know why. Let's eat a Tide Pod and put it on the internet because 
somebody pretended they did. So let's do it for real. I don't know. I'm not really 100% sure the story behind that. But that, I think, was the moment. I've had many moments after I hit the age of 30 in which I have discovered that I am old. You know, you're watching TV and there's a award ceremony on and they bring a group out, a musical act, and you're watching it going, what is wrong with these folks? What are they wearing? What's up with their hair? That's, that's when you realize you're old. Because who am I to sit here and watch any modern musical act and feel the need to look down upon the way they're dressed, upon the way they do their hair? Who, who am I to do that when I used to listen and still listen to bands like Motley Crue and Poison and, well, Kiss, frankly. Look at Motley Crue during the Shout at the Devil days. Look at Poison from their first album. Heck, just look at their first album. Look what the cat dragged in. Look at them on that album cover. Look at Kiss after they took the makeup off and they did. Just just go and go to YouTube and look up Tears Are Fallen by Kiss and just watch that video. Who am I to grow up loving stuff like that to sit here and go, what's wrong with these people? They ain't cut their hair. What are they wearing? What's this costume they're wearing? That ain't right. What's wrong with these people? It should be like it was in my day when they wore green spandex and fingerless gloves and teased their hair up so high that it made them an additional three feet tall. You know, who am I? Who am I to judge? But the whole Tide Pods thing, that was one of those times when I realized I was old. But I don't think that has anything to do with me feeling old. I think that's, that just has something to do with me feeling not stupid. Because there's a difference between liking a band that wears pink spandex and liking the idea of eating a Tide Pod and possibly dying, much less just throwing up for a little while. Because that's got to mess with your innards, don't you think? This episode of Stumptown I'm watching, you find out that Dex used to have this relationship with this woman, Fiona, I think they said her name was. She's now a big music star in the punk rock milieu. And she hires Dex because she thinks she has a stalker. And of course, her manager is a dude. And at one point, he gets all up in Dex's face and he's like, look, she doesn't have a stalker. Okay, she's a musician. She has to feel like her life is crazy in order to write the songs that she writes. They're here to pick up our trash. That's exciting. But anyway, he's all in her, you know, you stop it. You know, you, uh, you're you messing with the process. You're costing me money. She doesn't have a stalker. So just hang out with her for three days while she's in Portland. Make her feel safe, but stop trying to investigate something it's not there. And that's something, that's that's a, uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? That is a, uh, that's a story element. I know that's not the word. There's a particular word that I'm looking for, but that's something I've, uh, that's getting old. The whole, that seems to be a theme over the last 10 or 20 years on any detective slash cop show. There's the famous musical artist who is being stalked or is being threatened and the cop or the detective, the main character is there to protect them. And they are met with resistance 
by the artist's manager. The manager's always just all the old, either the manager is the one behind the whole stalking or the threats, or they're trying, they're dismissing it entirely because they could give a crap about the musical artist. They could give a crap about the person. They're just there to make money. And if you are a manager, that's kind of make you feel bad, right? I can't think of that word and it's driving me crazy. I want to say trapping, but I know that's not, I know that's not the case. But yeah, that's what's, that's what's happening so far. There's not a stalker, okay? So let's stop just, you're costing me money because you tackled a guy during the show because you thought he was pulling out a gun, but he was pulling out a phone. That's also something. You know, the moment I saw the dude going through the crowd and Fiona sees him from the stage and she looks at Dex and Dex sees the guy and the guy's moving through the crowd, heading towards the front of the, the crowd and to the front of the stage and he's got his he's got a jacket on with a hood over his head and he's reaching into a pocket inside of his jacket you knew we're only 15 minutes into the show this is not the stalker this guy's going for a phone or he's going for a pad and a pen to try to get a freaking autograph or something there's just certain things that they do anymore that just tend to get a little old that you can just you you can just you notice you can just call it out right at the right at right when it happens. That's not the stalker. That guy's gonna try to get a picture. And guess what? She tackled him. The show is then canceled because of the the disruption. A giant balloon that they had floating around the 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 club exploded. So it sounded like a gunshot. She tackles the guy and he's like he's like or she's like uh, show me your hand and he's got a phone and he's like, what's wrong? Just trying to get a selfie. And that's, of course, when the manager says, hey, stop messing with my money. You know how much it's going to cost to reschedule this? Don't don't tackle fans. There's not a stalker. You have to know this. She's got a big imagination. And we love that imagination because it allows her to write hit songs. But she's got to, we got to let her think that there's a stalker because it puts her in that crazy, my world is crazy mindset that helps her write these songs. But you find out that previously she knew Dex from 10 years ago because they had themselves a relationship. And she's trying to get that, she as in Fiona, not Dex, is trying to get that relationship started back up. So other than the um, trope, that's the word I'm looking for. Trope. That's a trope I'm tired of seeing. So other than these tired tropes, that they've thrown in here a couple of times. I am enjoying the episode. It's fun. I like the show, and I'm worried because I like the show that they're gonna they're just gonna cancel it at any moment. Found out yesterday. I've been wondering where the Orville is because you know the new seasons have all started. Where's the Orville? Well, come to find out, it's no longer the Orville's not on Fox anymore, but it is gonna be on Hulu. It's gonna be a Hulu original show. So I'm just waiting for that. Because that's a show I really liked. I'm sure I'll be talking about that when it comes back on. But beyond all that, beyond me just sitting here on my couch in a house alone, but only for the cat and the dog who are off doing their own thing. I think they're playing cards back in the bedroom. I'm not sure I can't see them. So I'm sure they're gambling. Maybe they're playing checkers or dominoes. I don't know, but they're playing something. 
I can sense that about them right now, that they're off doing something they shouldn't be doing. And that it usually involves the betting of money, except for they don't use money. They use their, their food, their dry food, you know, like chips, which isn't fair because the dog's food, each individual piece of food is much larger than the cats. The cats are just tiny. It's not fair. I don't know what else there is to say, honestly. I think I've stretched this out as far as I can. I don't know yet even what I'm going to call the episode. Of course, you know what it's called because I've named it by this point at the time you're listening to it. So because I don't think I can stretch this out much longer, I'm just going to go ahead and wrap it up. And I'm going to finish watching this episode of Stumptown. I will come back at you next week. You'll get me Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Now, if that's not enough for you, I encourage you to go sign up on the Patreon. For as little as a dollar a month, you're going to get my other podcast. And that sucker is called My Other Podcast. And I'm doing something a little differently this week. Episodes release on Saturday. What I've been doing the last few weeks is I've been just talking about my week, teasing episodes that are coming up in just another fanboy that maybe I've already recorded. But as I was sitting on the couch earlier this week reading some comics, it started to dawn on me that I read way more books than what I talk about on Just Another Fanboy. And since I'm narrowing down the number of episodes that you're getting each week, there will be even more books that I read that I'm not going to be talking about on Just Another Fanboy. So I thought I would use my other podcast as kind of a wrap-up. So Saturday you're going to get, you know, I talked about, good Lord, what have I talked about this week? I know I talked about Birthright on Thursday, Into the Badlands on Wednesday. Good Lord, I can't even remember what I talked about on Monday and Tuesday. That's kind of crazy. But anyway... This is the stuff I talked about on Just Another Fanboy, but here's all the other stuff I read during the week. I've been making a list. Each time I read a book, I write it down in my little book, and I note who the uh, artist and the writer was and when it came out and who the book publisher was and, of course, the title of the book, right? And then I'm going to uh, just briefly talk about each each book because there's going to be like six. Well, I think right now there's four. I think I have four books in my little book that I'm going to talk about. So that's that's going to be my other podcast on Saturday. And you could listen to it for a dollar a month. That's 25 cents an episode to get more of me. Now, I know some folks may prefer to spend money not to listen to me. And I've I've thought about there's a there's a, a indie rapper out there. I who is that? I, it's either it's I can't remember if Michael Kill did it. I feel like it was either Michael Kill or Jesse Dangerously, has a tier on their Patreon that basically says, if you, it's like $1,000 a month. If you uh, pledge $1,000 a month, I won't release anything ever again. It's the, uh, it's the, it's the, you know, literally the pay to never have to hear from me ever again. If you pay me $1,000 a month, I'll never write a song, never release a song. I won't put that stuff out there anymore. Now, of course, it's a joke because who's going to do that? But imagine if you put something like that there, like that out there on your Patreon and somebody did it. You'd, <laughs> you'd have to be like, oh, crap. I either got to return their money or I just got to stop doing this. But at $1,000 a month, it might be worth it. 
but probably not because you're still going to have that. You're, you know, people create because they want to create, right? Most of these folks that are out there creating stuff and they're not earning any money doing it, they're trying to. It would be nice to earn a living creating, but the reason why people create is not to make money. People create because they love to create and then they love to put and share, you know, put that stuff out there and share those creations with people. If they can make some money off of it, great. So if something like that was to happen, okay, I'm going to pay you $1,000 not to create anymore. That would be, that'd be hard. I think that, I think at that point, the person would be, would have to just stand up and say, okay, look, this was a joke. I didn't expect anybody to do this. Of course, I'm not going to stop creating and then give them their money back. Anyway, that moment of whatever you want to call it, me again, tangenting all over the fricking place. That's what this episode is. Maybe that will be the name of the episode, Tangenting. I don't know. But that's it. That's my episode. I'm done. I can't talk anymore. My name is Steven. I'm just another fanboy. Please be nice to each other. I'm out. See you later. Bye. Have a good weekend. See you next week. Three times. Be nice to each other. Bye. Just another fanboy is... All right, all right, all right. Stop, stop, stop. Holy crap. What was I just complaining about at the beginning of this episode or at some point during this episode? I just finished watching Stumptown. I stopped recording. I finished watching Stumptown. Holy crap. What was I saying? What was I saying I was sick of? The trope in which the detective or the police officer is trying to help their 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 musician friend or, you know, they're trying to help the big star musician. It's usually a woman. Somebody's stalking them. And the manager either tries to get in their way because it's costing them money or the manager is somehow involved. Well, guess what? Spoilers, the manager was involved in this episode. They catch the stalker. He's in the interrogation room with the cops. And he says, no, 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 I'm protecting her. I'm protecting her. She's asked me to protect her. She's asked me to do this. It's in the letters. Go to my hotel room. Look under the bed. Look under the mattress. You'll see all the letters she wrote me. So they find all these letters that she supposedly wrote this guy from all their, you know, I'll be in Denver next week. I need you to be in Denver. You have to protect me. You have to help me, blah, 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 and all this stuff. Then come to find out it was her manager writing the letters and signing her name because he wanted her to feel unsafe and paranoid and dependent upon him. Trope, trope. It's sometimes I feel like these new shows, these cops slash detective shows, they have a template, kind of a Bible that they have to, there's certain cases that they have to do. And this seems to be one of them. So I'm now I'm going to have to start paying attention. Is the next episode something that we've seen on other shows? I should start writing this stuff down. The manager stalks the musician. Trope number one. That's one of the episodes that these kinds of shows have to do. Anyway, I wasn't going to come in and talk about the ending of the show until I saw that. And I said, holy crap, I've got to bust in here. And I have to mention this because it's freaking crazy. Freaking crazy. Freaking crazy, I'm out. Just Another Fanboy is a presentation of the Stephen or Else podcast. Questions and comments can be directed to feedback at stephenorelse.com. You can support the show for as little as a dollar a month at patreon.com slash stephenrorr and get instant access to the My Other Podcast podcast, a weekly show about whatever crawls its way into my tiny little mind just moments before I tap record. 
You can find me on the World Wide Web at StephenOrElse.com or find me on Twitter and Instagram by searching for at StephenOrElse. I also encourage you to subscribe to the show, leave us a five-star review, and share this episode with a friend. Just Another Fanboy is a proud member of the Comics Podcast Network. You can find that over at ComicsPodcasts.com. All links will be in the show notes. Good job. Ooh.